Hi everyone and welcome back to Relationships Rock episode 2. Today we're actually joined by a super special guest, the one, the only, everyone clap along with me here, my cousin Shaniqua. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's really my pleasure. So actually, literally spilling the tea here, Shana and I used to have a radio show when we were at Stern. Do you remember that, Shana? Yes, I do. Yeah, don't say the title. I feel like I'm going to lose credibility. No. I think you'll gain <laughs> credibility. We're talking about it. I remember, I remember one time, actually, it was Uptown. We did it at night. And I think I was sitting by, like, the producer chair. And all of a sudden, like, the screen starts moving. Do you remember this? I think you were in the middle of, like, recording. And I, I started, know. you don't remember that? I started flipping out. I was like, this place is haunted. Like, there's somebody here. And you were like, the show must go on. We have to continue. And I was yeah, like, I was like, already. <laughs> yeah, no, we're yeah. so grateful. I, I had a, another co-host for about two years, three years. And then, you know, she stepped out. And um, I was so happy to have you join me. And we had a great time. Yeah, and now you get to join me here. It's very yes, exciting. You. And, you know, part of the reason why I brought you, aside from the fact that you're amazing and really such a a deep deep person who has like so much knowledge to share I feel like our dating um experiences were so similar you know we both um got married quote-unquote late and I say quote-unquote because you know at 24 I remember actually sitting next to a lady at a simcha and she was telling me like you know like my daughters got married so late it was so hard for me and I was like I'm so sorry like how old were they she was like they were 22 I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was 24, you know, and I think you were, how old when you got married? 28. You were 28 when you got married? Yeah, 27, 28. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why I thought, you know what, age, age is just a number. I, th- I thought you were younger. See, like I didn't even. No. You I know why? That... It's because your husband's younger. Yes. I think I that's what like. <laughs> I know Listen, it works. You, know. you, gain, like, you gain like a few years there. But, and I also feel like overall, like we had a lot of fun dating, you know, like I have so many fun memories. Yeah. Now. I mean, it was definitely interesting and eye opening. Um, I have a Google documents where I just sort of have an amalgam of all the different dating things that have been good. I never knew that. Shana, oh God, this yes. is like gold. You need to share this doc with me. It's, it's very funny, but also I'm proud of myself because I think a lot of times I asserted myself in a way mm-hmm. that wasn't popular at the time, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm proud of myself because you are you know, I, I really believe that people will treat you how you will let them treat you. Mm-hmm. And, totally. you know, I think that's a good segue to, you know, our conversation for today. Um, Definitely. And I, I, I value myself. I still value myself. So yeah. See guys, this is what, this is why I brought her on. We're going to, we're going to, I think while I'm talking here, she's going to be opening up that Google doc and be telling us about all of these, all of these rocks, all of these gems, you know? So I feel like let's just dive, you know, straight in. What do you think people should be looking for in a spouse? Like, what are you looking for when you're dating? You know, last episode, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you listened, Shauna. Of course I did. On my way to work. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I spoke about, you know, just getting started and what image you're putting out there, how you're describing yourself. But also, I kind of left it off as like, I wanted people to think about, okay, like, what are you looking for? What really matters in dating? And that's really what we're discussing here. What's really important? Like, what should you be looking for in a spouse? It's tough. It's definitely 
tough to answer. And I think that your answer will vary depending on the stage of life that you're in, mm -hmm. on your age, on your collective experiences, on how you grew up, where you come from. I think a lot of those um, experiences and outside influences really affect what you think love is or partnership or how a totally. house should be run. So I think the answer is different every time. Like I think yeah. what I would answer now is different than not oh so gosh, different, 100%. but some degree. Yeah. When I was, you know, dating, dating with, let's call it purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know. I really think that at the end of the day, it's, it's a true and honest level to so like a keen level partnership mm -hmm. and you know everybody has their strengths and everybody has their weaknesses but it has to be sort of like a I can't even explain it it's not it's kind of like unnatural to me sometimes that you can have two random strangers and they live together hopefully for a long time and they raise and it's, and it's so funny Shana because I feel like our kids feel like they don't know anything other. Like, they think you've been together forever. They're like, do you remember when, like, Abba was a little kid? And I'm like, no, I didn't know him then. But the, for to them, it's, like, mind-boggling. You know, like, you've been together. You're, like, this unit. You know, I feel like you mentioned, like, a ton of stuff in <laughs> in your answer. I want to kind of, like, break it apart. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm also a Shad Khan on Why Connects. <clears throat> and on my profile there, um, I have this line that actually my husband came up with. He like comes up with all like my brilliant lines, but I don't obviously I don't I don't I don't say that to him. <laughs> I gotta keep him on his toes. I don't want I don't want him to realize that. So he said exactly exactly guys, we're also giving you marriage advice. Um and he said, you know, really your criteria should be aligned with what you're looking for a spouse, not just a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And you know, obviously there is some overlap because like you wanna have fun with your spouse. That's so important. I actually remember the line that your husband said to Tio Salo. You know, like about, it's not about growing old together, but I'm wanting to like, just have fun with you, you know, to, to old age. And I feel like, is, guys, isn't he romantic? <laughs> but it's like so powerful because um, it's true. Like there is an aspect of fun and just enjoying each other's company. But, you know, a lot of times when I'm speaking to singles and I'm like, what are you looking for? And they're really describing like a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you know, like the line I always use is when they're like, I want someone who's like spontaneous and fun and cool. And I'm like, listen, when you have bills to pay and, and you know, you have a bunch of kids, you don't want a guy who's going to like, um, you know, take off two weeks to go camping with his friends spontaneously. Like you want someone who is, who's present. So obviously you do want some sort of that fun aspect, but you also want to think about like, this is the person who's going to be your partner in life, you know, which, which you also touched upon. Yeah, and I think, so there's certain things, so let's go back to one of the things that you mentioned, which was what are your, your the things that you definitely need in a partner? So mm -hmm. from personally, for me, yeah. I think I am someone who is, I'm very outgoing, I have many interests outside of my job, and I, I'm sure you can attest, I have like a, a personality that's definitely out there and like people notice my personality so for me something that i that i was like a red flag from the beginning was someone who is very possessive mm. and someone who is a little bit um macho like yeah if they're misogynistic in any way um and like that's just those are two things for me where you're like not looking for 
it's definitely something that right. I, that I cannot have. And there are many different kinds of possessiveness. It could be physical. Right. It could be um, that you feel someone's watching you, that you feel yeah. you can't be on That's your own. That's kind of creepy. So all of those iterations were just a no-go. Yeah. And I, way, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just yeah, totally yeah. dropping like hints here. We're actually going to have a whole episode on red flags, green flags, yellow flags. <laughs> but it's definitely good to be also mindful of what you don't want. Yeah. No? But you know what? Besides for red flags, I really want to emphasize that green flags are not talked about enough. Yes. Because yes. we're so trained to look for the bad things, but we're mm-hmm. not looking for the good things, which really are the most important. I actually had a guy said to me on a date. I honestly, I don't, I don't even remember his his name, but I remember this line. He said, I feel like most people go on dates looking for reasons to say no, not for reasons to say yes. And I think it's so true. Like when people come back from dates and they're telling me about it and they're telling me all the reasons why it's not going to work, like why it was bad. And it's like, okay, well, give me some green flags. Like tell me, tell me what was good. So kind of focusing on like those those green flags, like what should you be looking for? And, you know, I feel like a lot of times, and I'm I'm sorry to like put you know throw throw Disney under the bus here, but I feel like Disney Disney and like all of those like romance novels and stuff, which obviously we grew up on <laughs> and and we have fun memories of, um, really created like a very fake idea or expectation, you know, of like I can't tell you how many times I have couples that go out and they come back and they're like, well, I didn't feel like fireworks. And I'm like, well, you met a stranger, like you've never spoken to guys before for two hours like what what fireworks you know were you where were you looking for what's like your thoughts about that I I do think that they have sort of glorified the idea of like a happily ever after I think you will have your own kind of happily ever after if you work on it mm-hmm. um I, well, I kind of think... joke around I call it working forever after it's not it's not, yeah. not but you know i speaking on the fireworks comment i do think that having an attraction is important mm-hmm. you you want to like what you're looking at the same way that you want the other person to like what they're looking at mm-hmm. and so you know attraction is important like yeah. many times i went out with guys who had great personalities lots to offer but i just like i really couldn't be so, there. So like at what point do you think that you need to say, okay, you know what? I'm not attracted to them. Like I can't give it more time. Like at which I think point it in the for guys and girls. I think that guys, they like how you look and then they might tune in into your personality and what you have to offer. Whereas girls, I think or women, I should say, yeah. they well, what is a woman? Are we acknowledging that men and women are different here? <laughs> hundred percent, guys. Matt Walsh, please come to please come on my podcast. I would love to have you. And yeah, so no, I men think- and women, women, men and women are different. And you should know, girls, women get very offended when you know um, Shalhanim try to push ideas that like the guys not, and they're like, "Well, I'm not attracted. Like, how come you don't push guys? You know?" And like they get That's very true. offended 100%. by that. I think that because men, I think, have given there's like the crisis, there's more, there's more men than women. And so, I mean, there's more women than men. So the men have the upper hand, but also I think there's a lot to discuss here. I think culturally in observant households, the men are held to this like high pedestal. Like you're my son, you're my gold. You're the, the sun rises and love of my life. That's my nickname for my son. Literally. When you, when you're (laughs) meeting someone, you know, if you are like a five, you are not going to get a 10. You know, if you're a guy five, you got to be realistic. You're not a 10. 
Shana, you are saying I'm things thinking. I can't say. You're saying how it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I but, you think... know, but you know what? Like, I try to respect people's preferences in general. Like, if someone tells me I like redheads, I'm like, no props. You know, like, I will, sure, I will find fine. you, you know? That's fine. Um, but I, I do think you're right that there has to be a level of just being realistic with everything, not just with looks, but just, you know, in dating. Like, it's definitely good to have a good self-esteem, but you also got to, you know, look in the mirror. Yeah, but one thing is self-esteem. And one thing is, like, I don't know how to say it in English, but you think, like, you're you can say it in Spanish. Our, our, our listeners última, will Google Translate. La última Pepsi Cola el desierto. Like, imagine you're in the desert and there's nothing to drink and there's only one Pepsi and that's you. Like, <laughs> you're not that. Like, listen, I think, personally, I think, you know, I, I, I try to look nice for myself. I, you know, people. Sure, you can call it vanity. Sure, mm-hmm. I call it. Um, I like to look put together and nice. You call, you call it being Latina. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, do I think I am the most beautiful woman in the world? No, but do I think I look okay? I look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is confidence. Like I'm confident in in in. Yeah, and I actually spoke about that last episode. How like being happy and being confident is like so attractive. Yeah. You know for sure. For and sure. it's funny because I was at one of those family events and this is going to yeah. sound super cocky, but you know me, you know, I'm not like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, guys, she's, then, a, she's a double Leo. If you don't know what that yeah. means, you haven't spoken to me long enough. But <laughs> And so someone is saying like, oh, aren't you afraid? All your friends are married. And, you know, some of your family members who are younger than you are married. Aren't you sad? Aren't you this? And I was like, look, I am awesome and I have an amazing life Mm -hmm. and I am looking for someone who is amazing that wants to be a part of it Mm -hmm. you know I I, at the right time that worked out and I think people also you know you mentioned this how like what you're looking for also changes in your dating journey I always say this line like dating is a journey and you're trying to find yourself and things change and I feel like there's such pressure to make everything fit into like somebody else's timeline and marriage when, too. You're not like I'm not the same person that totally my not. husband married. You you no. you grow, you learn, you Well you should know the, the joke is like a man marries like if in one woman he gets like ten ten different women because yeah. before pregnancy during pregnancy. pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After pregnancy, you know, it's like um it's it's crazy. You know, I think with attraction and looks, I think what happens a lot of times is people kind of confuse attraction and chemistry. Where they kind of feel like, if I marry a hot person, I'm going to have a happy life. Like, it's going to be, you know, like, but you know what? I can see the value. I understand the value when you mm-hmm. are, you know, 22 years old. People are going to say, oh, my God, he's so tall. He's so handsome. Yeah. Or, oh, my gosh, look at the girl that he's. Yeah, because I think when you're younger, looks are everything not that looks are i think it's not just looks i think it's what you feel people are gonna say you know sometimes dating can feel like a status like who did you marry you know yes um i I, I joke around like nobody ever tells me i want to i want to marry like the short fat balding guy like nobody has ever said those words to me you know like there's a certain image again go back to disney here a certain image of this like prince charming tall dark handsome um and everybody kind of want to you know hits the jackpot is that is that am i saying it right in english right now Everybody wants to hit, yeah, I think, okay, <laughs> guys, we're, we're both not from this country, so, um, but I think everyone wants to feel like, wow, like, I won the jackpot, like, I got the best, and 
um, you're going to get the best for you. But I think it's a, you know, it's a problem to kind of compare to like what other people are going to say, because that's obviously going to influence that. And at the end of the day, other people are not in your marriage. And so, no. well, let's hope. you know, I, again, if you're someone who leads like a super active lifestyle and you like to exercise and it's a part of your DNA to exercise and do rock climbing and dance and do this and play sports, it, and that's such a big integral part of, of who you are, it would be challenging to be with someone who shares, who does not share that interest at all. So right. I could see how, you know, being fit and being this plays into your relationship, shared goals, shared interests, yeah. 100%. I, I feel like I, I would like divide what you're looking for into categories. Like I would say like number one are values. I, I think values are so important. Number one. And for sure. Yeah. I think that coming from a very like women-led Latin family, mm-hmm. the number one thing is look how I think this is like everybody knows how he treats the women in his life mm-hmm. and, and the workers. Yes, and like people, the people that he yeah. interacts with, and then also, I guess this is coming from our grandma. Is if yeah. he's stingy. Like her number <laughs> one thing is if he is stingy, break up. That is like so he's smart. Always eh? taking you out for coffee. I mean, but not coffee is like seven dollars, so that's not so stingy yeah, at all. That's not stingy. Um, that that guy is really like yeah, he's really sweet. So you know, if it's always like a little cup of coffee or like a walk in the park or something, this and there's no other way that he's showing you that he's generous. It's not about splurging; it's about being generous mm-hmm. with the person that you are with. A hundred percent. And I'll tell you a crazy story, Shana. I was, somebody sent me a video of Rabbi Wallerstein, Sihon Lebracha, where a girl went on a date and basically the girl, the, the guy treated the waiter badly. Like just like, like didn't want to tip him or something. And the girl was very put off by that. And um, supposed to try Wallerstein. And he's like, no, like if he is showing that th- those kind of midos with, a, with like a waiter, like don't go out with him. So I put this on my WhatsApp status. Literally somebody sent me a message and they're like, Raquel, I had that question in my mind. I went out with a guy and that's literally what happened. And listening to that, I ended up saying no to the guy and I feel so good about it. And, you know, I feel like values are for sure super, super important. I think a second thing you mentioned, yeah, me do. But but that's a funny thing is a lot of times people say like, oh, I want me But then when it comes down to it, it kind of gets stuck on all the little details. And I feel like, you know, you have to kind of look at like like the big picture. Yeah. It's I just listening, like, like it's the values and you also mentioned interest you have to have similar interests you have to have fun together i think that's so important at the end of the day what you're building is a friendship a friendship for life where you're going to be going through ups and downs lots of downs lots of ups hopefully too and you need to kind of have that like friendship being able to just talk and having that you know um and like the third thing i, I would put like attraction and chemistry together and you know what i was saying before when like people kind of feel like if I marry a very good looking person that equals chemistry, that equals happiness. And it's not necessarily true. I mean, I'm going to hopefully dedicate a whole chapter to this, but self-esteem plays such a role in a healthy marriage. And, you know, I'm also a college teacher. I'm also, you know, very humble. I have a lot, I wear a lot of hats. (laughs) Um, And I can't tell you how many phone calls I get where, you know, these girls really struggling with like eating disorders or what I call quasi eating disorders, which like they're not actually an eating disorder, but in their mind, they're just consumed, you know, by like, by weight and looks and everything. And 
if if your wife doesn't let you touch her, then you're not going to be happy. <laughs> you know, so like when you're when you're just looking at it as like, oh, if I marry the prettiest person, we're going to be okay. You have to really look at it beyond that. Like I think it has to be a baseline. You know, like am I attracted to this person? But chemistry really comes from like spending time together. I mean, we, we both study chemistry. We both did chem lab. You know, particles have to interact. Like, I don't think you're going to get that from a picture, which is what a lot of people base it on. Um, or even just like a first date. You kind of, I feel like through a friendship, through hanging now, spending time together is when you really see like, do we have chemistry? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they're different, chemistry and attraction. I mean, I have friends that I have incredible chemistry with. Mm-hmm. Because we, there's, you know, there's trust, there's things in common, but there's nothing else. Yeah. So and you kind of want to have like both really in marriage. I mean, you need to yeah, have, course, you need to have course. both. Yeah. And, and I think obviously it, it goes without saying that, you know, we live in a society that is, we're, we're seeing so many images out there and there's so much out there. And I think no one wants to take it to any extreme, but you like, kind of like you said, you know, you have to have confidence. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be like your best, the best version of yourself in order to attract the best person for you. Yeah. You got to work on yourself. Like you mentioned in the first episode. And I know that's very, it's very hard when, you know, some, sometimes people are overcommitted or they're being tormented by the people in their community, go on this date, go on this date. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay. And even needed to take a break. I met my husband when I was on a break Mm -hmm. because I was so tired, so saturated. I really was, you know, doing the things that I want to do because I want to do them when I want to do them. And that's when it happened. And I actually was going to set him up with my sister, but that's not a story for another time. (laughs) But, Um, you know, I'm so happy you're mentioning this, Shana, because I feel like breaks are so important because how you are mentally, like, you know, it's like when people say, like, what can I do in order to find my my shidduch? Like, nothing's happening. And it's like, focus on you. Like, if you don't know how to find somebody, focus on you. Because if you're not in a good place and you're not happy, you're not attracting. Like, you're you're, you're not going to give up good vibes. Exa- yes, yes, you're repelling. I love that. I love that yes, line. And, and going back to your to your hobbies and enriching yourself, the per- like what you said in the first episode, the, first, the person that you're with, 24 hours a day, seven days a week is you, mm-hmm. is yourself. So well, I actually didn't you, say that, but I probably should have said that. I like that. No, line. you said like you have like the, your first love is yourself. Yeah, you got to so love yourself. You, you wake up with you. You go to sleep with you. You take a shower with you. You're with you all the time. So if there's something that you're passionate about, um, the environment, animals, hesed, bikurholim, whatever it is that you're into, pour into those cups. And, and by pouring yourself, Unto others, you will be incredibly filled, mm-hmm. and that's also a way for you to meet like-minded people. Not that yeah. you're doing it because you want to meet someone like you, but when you are surrounded by people who like to do those constructive things that you're doing, you never know. Yeah, you know, I, I once heard the muscle that it's kind of like um, everything has to happen at the right time. Where like, if you're eating a fruit, if it's not ripe, it's going to taste sour, you know? And sometimes we get so frustrated, like, why is the fruit not ripening? And it's like, okay, in the meantime, think about how else to enjoy. And that's why I said, like, in my, even though, you know, you did get married at 28, and I know that there were parts of that journey that were very difficult. Um, and I do want to read that Google Doc, by the way, at some point, if you want to share it with me. I feel like throughout it, you really did have such a, such an like, amazing energy around you, <laughs> you know? Like, Thank you. 
because because I think you were very in tune with when to take breaks, when to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like um, to kind of keep that loving yourself. Yeah. Thing and going. I think sometimes the yoke of society and your parents and your family and your siblings and just everything else is so suffocating mm -hmm. and you have to be okay with letting go. So, no. so let me ask you this, because actually this is a great transition. So when we're looking about, you know, when we say like, what are you looking for? When does what your family wants for you and what your rebellion want for you and what your friends want for you, when does that come into the equation? You know, because obviously your parents have an idea, right? And society has an idea and it of might course. be a little bit different. Than, or a lot different. Yeah. And it, and it might yeah. be hard for someone to say, you know what? I actually don't want that. That's why you need a lot of introspection. You mm -hmm. need to spend a lot of time with yourself. And that's actually a conversation that I had with my husband. You know, we dated for a little bit and then we broke up for a while. And when, you know, for probably like six months or so. And then when we, you know, we were talking about the possibility of getting back together. And I said, listen, like, you know who I am and I know who I am. You know, if you're looking for like a cookie cutter person, that's amazing. That's not me. I'm happy for you. <laughs> that's just not me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think like you really have to discern what you want for yourself versus what you think people want for you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> is there a time, is there like a time and place when you should listen to what other people are telling you when it comes to dating? I think so. Like, like what? Um... If it's tough to say, because when you're in it, you're so blinded by the butterflies and the experience and the love mm -hmm. and the this. The and, colored glasses where everything looks, you know, yeah, and creamy. And, you know, especially, you know, whether you are touching when you're dating or if you're not touching when you're dating, those experiences might differ a little bit, but either way, when you are, with someone that you like and that you think likes you back, it's very difficult to let go after going through such a hard time of finding someone. Mm -hmm. So when you are listening to your mom or your dad or your grandparent, and they're like nitpicking something, <clears throat> okay, you can say, oh, thank you for your input. I'm gonna think, like, thank you. Yeah. But if they're saying something that's really reflecting a core value, like, yeah. oh, I think he raises his voice too much, or I think the language he uses. Again, those like red flags, green flags, yellow yeah. flags. Or, you know, like things like that. So if it's something that, that can lead to aggression, I would mm -hmm. say 100%. Um, I think it goes back to those three non-negotiables that I spoke about last episode where it's like, you know, you want to think about, okay, what are three things that I need to have that I'm not willing to compromise on? And I feel like when you have those clearly, and especially if they're values, it's much easier to kind of keep focused, you know, if like, okay, this is what I, this is what I want. This is what I need. And you know, guys, when I was speaking to Shauna about this, like about the, the idea for this episode, and, and and by the way, guys, this is not at all edited. Like we're just having a conversation and, and, and you're a part of it. Thank you for joining us. Um, and I asked her, you know, like, what should you compromise on? And Shauna had an amazing line that I, I honestly, I think I'm going to make it the title of, of this episode. What was it that you said to me, Shana? Um, compromise, not sacrifice. Psh, do you guys hear that? I, I love it. I love it. Compromise, not sacrifice. What did you mean by that? I think 
especially women, um, we find sort of the need to really fill everything that's going on without realizing that we might lose ourselves in the process. Mm -hmm. You know, women go through so many changes, um, yeah. especially when you're married and you have kids and then you, you're pregnant and then you're nursing and then you're trying to, quote unquote, get back to your pregnant, pre-pregnancy thing, which is like not a thing. Um, you know, yeah, there's going to have a whole episode on that. Yeah. And so you kind of lose yourself. Yeah. And, and I, I actually, I, I love what you're saying right now, which is compromising is not losing yourself. It's not losing your yeah. values. It's not losing right. what you felt was not negotiable. It's just realizing yeah. that there are things that maybe are not what, not what you expected, but, I'll give but, you an example. but it's welcome. Yeah. Let's say that the person that you're with, you know, cause we're talking about, you know, observant people, let's yeah. see. Um, but also if you're not observant, please stay and listen. There's, worth, <laughs> you know, pearls of wisdom everywhere. Definitely. Let's say that you are with someone who values learning and they want to go learn. They want to go to Minyan. They want to go to this. That is really a lot of time that is taken away from being in the home, being with you, Definitely. With the kids, doing the house, you know, dealing with things in the house. And so if you're someone that, you know, you like to read a book and you like to exercise or you like to spend time with your friends, you can say, look, I totally hear you and I love that you want to go learn, but just how you need this time for yourself, for your haruta with Hashem, blah, blah, blah. I need X. So yeah. how about, you know, you go, when you go do this, you know, three times a week, four times a week, we make a time of four other times when I can mm -hmm. have 30 minutes to fill my cup. And I think that boils down to obviously communication, which is like so important in marriage. But also, um, you know, I think a lot of times people are dating, they make a lot of assumptions and they don't discuss them. And I think that if you sit down and you say, listen, I think we have this difference between us, but let's discuss it and see how it plays out. Then you can kind of realize, like, do we actually have a difference? Is there a compromise? Is there a sacrifice? You know, like, how is it, how is it actually going to, how is it going to play up? So, and yeah. No, I just, I kind of, I kind of want to keep to like the 30 minutes, but guys, I, I think we can all agree that we need to have Shana back on here because this was just incredible. Yeah. Really I, just I just wrap thought of up. something. Yeah, yeah I, It's just something that I thought of when you're talking about our differences. I think that when you are thinking about the things that you want and that you value, everyone comes, everyone has a different history. Everybody has a different family dynamic. So I think one of the most important questions that I asked when I was, you know, dating was what do you like in your parents' marriage and mm. what do you wish was different? And yeah. I think that that gave me incredible insight wow. into his family dynamics, what he wished for, what he hoped for in a marriage, what he hoped for in a partner. So mm -hmm. if you're not sure what are the attributes that you are looking for, this is an incredible question to ask because it really gives you an insight. And also maybe the person might say, I don't know. That too yeah. is a big insight. insight. Yeah. And you know what, guys? On that note, there's really a lot to like think about here. I want to thank Shana from the bottom of so all of our hearts for, for joining us. And we will see you guys soon next episode, Relationships Rock. Mm -hmm.